0: Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Today, we are back in Marcus Aurelius's meditations. And we're going to be here for a while. So I might even stop introducing it. But I feel like I want to include that introduction just so I'm hoping maybe I inspire some people to get the book. And I'm not sure when people will start listening. So I'll probably keep including it. But we will be doing this for a while working with this book because I do really enjoy reading it. And there's a lot of entries here. So here we are page 88. And uh, number 17. Well-being is good luck or good character. So I think this is really interesting. I, I might add to this. Me, per, I might put and or. Um, I think Marcus is elsewhere in this book, if I remember correctly, quoted as as you know, basically or pretty much saying, nothing happens without God, good fortune, and character there's something like that, that he says, I can't remember. But essentially that that's kind of a way that I view life that I think is interesting and has been helpful for me. Um, I am again, with that stoic in mind that stoic mentality and we could feel other philosophies there too. We could think a little bit about existentialism as a humanism by Jean Paul Sartre, which there are a number of points in that I disagree with. Um, that being said, I think it's an interesting talk about responsibility, choice, action, right? No reality or there is no reality outside of action has always been a really inspiring quote for me. Um, I think Sartre goes maybe a little too far in terms of characterizing how responsible we are. Right, We, We don't exist on an island. And I think some of the considerations he presents are a little bit too excessive in that way. But ultimately, I think when we, in some cases, at least maximize our responsibility, we also maximize our power, right? Because we could see, well, if I'm fully responsible, all of a sudden I start asking myself different questions, right? What could I have done differently? How can I act in this moment? Um, So it's not so much about, in my opinion, ignoring the fact that there's an external world. Of course, Marcus and the Stoics talked a lot about the external world. So did Sartre, right? I mean, I don't want to make any excessive statements myself about his philosophy, but just that one specific speech, I think um, is a little bit lacking in certain spaces or places. Anyway, um, but I do think this is interesting what he's presenting, right? And the the three sort of, uh, and the tripartite approach, right? So we have a higher power, maybe, um, and then we have um, luck or fortune, and then we have ourselves, right? And well-being, once again, is this huge idea for the meditations because ultimately, as we've said many times, he's writing to increase his own sense of well-being, right? Um, That being said, I think we could even think about this for ourselves and, of course, for more broadly like the world, right? I also think luck is a thing. I don't like that saying we have in our culture that you make your own luck. I don't believe in that. I think you can do a lot to increase the likelihood of getting lucky, but ultimately luck is its own thing. And there is such a thing as good luck, and there is such a thing as bad luck, and we cannot control that. And as Marx is saying here, I think to an extent, we're forced to grapple with it and to deal with it and to be confronted by it and to engage with it, right? So even just by saying it is good luck, I like that he's acknowledging that luck is a thing. And then, or kind of goes with my point a moment ago of like, we are not luck. You don't make your own luck, right? And I think, again, I would add the word and because i think they could i you know they can work together i would say and i think if you have bad character and this is a great point sort of going with socrates right socrates when he's in the apology or, or you know in that scene in plato's dialogue right he's basically saying like look we have to care about our souls everybody else is out here caring about status fame wealth and it's problematic, and no one really knows what they think they know. So we have to question ourselves, increase our knowledge, and use that knowledge to care for ourselves, which is to say, care for our souls instead of our fame, our money, or our status, right? Just for examples. Um, so in the Stoics, you know, when he's saying good character, we connect it to Socrates for a second, because Socrates is like, if you have bad character, nothing in your life will be good. If you have bad character and you're rich, you'll, you'll use that money poorly, right? the prettiest people do the ugliest things. So maybe beauty is, you know, we could say for a moment is we could consider it as a virtue. Well, if you're like a rude person, you're going to use that in a negative way, right? If your soul, if your virtues, if the way you choose, the way you perceive, right? These are all parts of the soul. These are all functions of the soul. If those are bad, if those aren't just, if those aren't true, like you're going to have some problems, right? So if you get lucky and you inherit a bunch of money, just for example, and you're like not an, a good person, not a nice person, not a kind person, not a truthful person, not a just person, you're not gonna use that money for anything good. And then if you do bad things, right? For the stoic, you're damaging yourself, even if you're seemingly just doing it to others. That's your character. So that's the real sin, right? So when we our souls aren't right, when again we don't we're not cultivating virtue, we're not caring for ourselves, when we're not learning about ourselves we're not learning about the world for examples right no amount no amount of luck will make us a good person in the stoic view right so obviously money status fame what have you doesn't make you a good person and we have to work on that part that second part being a good person having good character that's what our focus should be now of course we can and should I would argue or I have a job right we should focus on making money we should focus um, maybe on let's say if we think our ideas are good and, and again true and just and helpful we should focus on sharing our ideas right but we have to learn how to you know how to do those things we have to learn a how that is truthful just and also doesn't make us uh, fall into a negative way of being whether it's stressed or anxious what have you um, on a frequent basis right so of course and even me right I'm not Let's call it what it is. I'm doing this as a podcast with the hopes of sharing it with others, right? Now, I think I often grapple with this myself because I've also like written books and it's like you don't write a book to be famous or to be wealthy because it doesn't happen really. Um, But you write a book because you enjoy writing the book and you think it's a story that should be told, a story that is true and good and a story that, um, you know, represents something that is meaningful, right? And that if one person read it, you write it so they would get something out of it that was positive. Right. So they would grow as a person or so they would learn something new, um, something true, right? Something good. So I think those are again, we don't have to necessarily say I'm not motivated at all by money, status, or or fame. But we have to learn to put them in their proper place. I think this is actually very relevant for like people who get mad about social media stuff. Like maybe you post a photo, you don't get as many likes. Okay. Well, like we said a couple episodes ago, if not the last one, that's a flying thought. That's a flaw. that doesn't have to define your mood for the day at all. Right. And even having a simple conversation about like social media practices, right. Don't look at it in the morning, have a certain time of the day where you look at it only be disciplined. And through that discipline, we, we gain Perhaps less anxiety, less stress, and we learn to do other things with our time that are more healthy and productive. Right. And even with that, right, we could return to the quote for a moment. You don't control how many likes you get, obviously. And this is a small example, but nonetheless, right, I think it's relevant. Um, And sometimes you just get lucky, right? And I think, or lucky in quotes, right? I think it's lucky to realize that we should rely more on our character, on the cultivation of our character on a daily basis for our happiness, for our purpose, and for our joy versus like, again, externals for the Stoics are big, don't rely on them, right? Luck, of course, isn't external. So we shouldn't rely on luck. That doesn't mean, and this is my closing point because I feel like I'm rambling today. I really, I got up a little bit late. So I'm I'm like, let me get a look off. All right. Um, What I'm realizing too, a large part of this, if I want to share stuff on a daily basis or close to daily basis, I can't be a perfectionist. And that's going to be a battle for me. Um, Because I'll just start deleting stuff and like re-record, nothing will ever happen. So I'm not going to do that. Because also I realize, and a part of this as as we have in the description is I miss being in the classroom a little bit, or a lot of it. So um, for those of you who may be listening who are my former students, you know, sometimes I would stop making sense, you know, and so it's it's okay. Um, That being said, we shouldn't rely on luck, but we should also learn to enjoy luck when it is good. So that's like, Level one is don't rely on it. Level two is enjoy it when we do have it. And I think Seneca wrote something like, you know, we should enjoy the fruits of spring, right? So when things are coming into life and they're new and like luck comes into your life, don't ever ignore it, right? Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Be grateful for it. Then I think this is like the level three, which is the ultra stoic move, right? And I'm sure this will come up in, a, in an episode soon. It's like, how do we learn to cultivate healthy relationships to bad luck? Right. And that's, you know, again, there's a, there's a huge spectrum here. There's bad luck. That's a little bad luck. And there's bad luck that could be terrible. So of course we keep that in mind. Right. That being said, let's even go from small bad luck to like mid bad luck. Right. How do we see opportunities for growth? Right. There's a great quote in here somewhere. I, you know, I hope we'll cover it. Um, where Marcus is, you know, I think sort of in a sense with this consoling himself, right. It's like he had some bad luck. Well, Look at this as an opportunity to practice virtue, right? And let's, I'll just use an example that that comes to mind, right? You didn't get the job you applied to or the jobs you're applying to. How do you look at that not only as a little bit of bad luck? And again, stoicism isn't about ignoring reality or ignoring our feelings. It's normal to feel bad. All right, I've applied to a dozen jobs and I haven't gotten even a call back. Okay, well, that's annoying. Feel that moment, right? Oh, and you know, what have you. Feel the, the, let's say, for lack of a, less dramatic way of putting it, feel the suffering there. And then be like, all right, well, what's the where's the opportunity here? Well, I could practice patience and that's going to be helpful for me. I can practice learning. I can practice researching. Let me go back. Look at my resume. All right, well, where could this be better? Let me, you know what? Let's practice asking for help. Another great idea Marcus brings up in his meditations, encouraging himself. Go ask for help. The whole book one, which we haven't really covered yet at all, which we will, um, you know, it's about his Yeah, I think he calls it lessons and debts. And he's reviewing the people in his life who he kind of like owes a thank you to, right? Because they've given him so much. And he goes through like all these major people in his life, family members, mentors, friends, teachers, and like goes through what he learned from them. And I think it's really cool. It's like, thank you to my father for teaching me discipline, to my friend for teaching me kindness, right? So turn that on, right? Be like, all right, let me see what I can learn today. Let me take 15 minutes and let me time it. Learn about why this process is going this direction. So I'm practicing that, right? So there's virtues always to be cultivated, but I think especially misfortune might call our attention to the ways we can practice a virtue if we do this third level Stoic move, which asks, us, you know, which asks us, which is to ask ourselves really, where's the opportunity here? Versus simply focusing on, kind of like yesterday's episode, right? The bitter, the bitterness of the blueberry, and that goes right back to good character and dealing with bad luck. So we can't we cannot put our well being, we cannot make it reliant on luck, and we can maybe cultivate a different um, way of being, a different perspective on what we might characterize as bad luck. So how do you deal with this shit? How, how do you deal with bad luck? And again, we we don't want to act like everything is good luck. I don't know if that's I don't, that's naive to me. So we do have bad luck sometimes. Everybody, right? So how do you deal with bad luck? How do you deal with things not going your way? And this is a cool question too, I think. And it's about questions, which is weird. What new questions could you ask yourself when faced with bad luck, and let's even say, when faced with an inconvenience, right? And I think there's also this naive sense that, like, um, maybe because I'm, I sort of, I'm in this world a little bit. Like, I watch the stuff on YouTube and read about it, where it's like, the train's late, get to work. No, not always. Sometimes the answer isn't just be productive. Sometimes it might be take a minute for some meaningful leisure, right? Take a minute to listen to some music. Um, this is when, let's say when you face minor misfortunes or inconveniences, right? There's other meaning to be cultivated and they might be for you that you find at this time in your life, like, you know what, let me focus on being more productive with those little moments. For me, I like to use those little moments to space out and have like a larger conversation with myself. Like maybe visit an idea of like, oh man, we can I be like a year from now. Like, you know, that's maybe more something or I'll just like enjoy a song and, like really let myself listen to it. Um... So again, whatever works for you there, but I think ultimately we wanna first assess and understand ourselves already in regards to how we deal with bad luck and inconveniences. And then think about how we can in those moments, see them as opportunities for something good for ourselves, something good for others. And um, see also how we're affected, right? How can we maybe be less affected by luck? And I think luck also involves at times, a type of, let's say um, unhealthy sense of hope Right, where we could we could always look within ourselves and work on our character, back to the stoics on control a little bit, right? We could always try to situate our day such that we look at what we can't control and take action. But if we're waiting to get lucky, if we're waiting for the phone call from the job or the email from the job, think about how stressful that is, right? I think it's a good example actually. You could check your email all day trying to get a job interview and all you're doing is stressing yourself out. So learning to shift our focus, from, let's say, a state of excessive hopeful waiting for luck to, once again, ask new questions. What can I do with this time that's within my control? What can I do with today that would build my character? All this, I think, will make us more resilient and ultimately more joyful, happy, and purposeful. So, hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening. I have to get to work, so I'll talk to you soon. Take care.